Hello again, welcome to the GP2 show, the show where we get five random prompts from ChatGPT and we talk about them. And we don't stay on topic. <laughs> um, I want to shout out a couple people who helped out a lot um, with advertising this podcast. Um, first up, we have uh, Fox Warrior Gaming 4 on Instagram. We have MK Legend, Gooner Gooch, Oli Bandana. Cam Too Lazy and ILY Davers. All six of those people helped out a lot yesterday. Um, and we thank you for your support. Yep, greatly appreciated to see that the podcast is now getting out there, getting local, getting live, getting public, whatever you however you want to describe it. And you know, we definitely do appreciate all of the uh, dedication that you guys have put into to, you know, kind of catch your eyes on it and you know bring other people towards our our page pretty much and our motives yeah it's i mean we this is only the second episode and honestly for me it's been a blessing um so uh, i hope we can continue doing this and as long as we have your guys' support it will continue helping us to get there so here we go do you want to go into the first subject? All right, guys. So as far as the show today on our first subject, we have unusual superstitions, which in every single, in every single kind of, how do you, how do I want to put this? Everywhere you go, there's always a certain superstition, whether you're on the coast, whether you're in the desert, whether you're in the mountains, different regions, there's always a superstition that's always been out there. That some people find kind of odd, but then to the majority population that lives in these certain areas or is used to the certain like aspects of their you know their daily life, it's kind of just a occurrence to them where it's like to not do certain things or else this will happen to you. It's kind of like a morality without being moral, I guess. I guess. I mean, and we we all uh, yeah. I don't know what the word is. Um, but I mean, you know, there's the, there's the select few that everybody knows, you know, don't open an umbrella inside. Don't walk under yeah. a ladder. And what is it? The black cat thing. I don't know a lot about that. Black cat, cross your path, walking underneath the ladder, step on a crack, break your mama's back. But the one that I've been, you know, that I've known my whole life, you know, being a kid and everything like that is don't ever bring a banana on a boat. <laughs> what's that, that? biggest okay it's it's just been a thing where you if you ever have a banana on your boat you have bad luck and as soon as you throw that banana off your boat i can't tell you numerous amounts of times it's either it's a superstition or if it's real i doubt it's real because i've seen people with boat like bananas on boats and they still catch fish but for me like if i have a banana on the boat luck is gone as soon as that banana gets thrown out off the boat luck just completely changes so you've played with it a little bit. I've played with it a little bit, yeah. I mean, I've never, I mean, not going to lie. I used to love bananas up until that superstition came about. And now I just completely avoid bananas. You know, yeah, you know, it's a great source of potassium. You know, you need potassium. Uh, there's other ways of getting potassium. Like I don't need meat. a banana on the boat. Yeah, I like meat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's just that's the biggest one for me is definitely the, the banana on the boat thing. 
I, I can't tell you how many times. It's just I've never caught anything until the banana has been thrown off the boat. And it's it's just been one of those things for me. Yeah, for me. Um, so my family is it's a tradition and a superstition. So my grandma on my biological father's side, she, her dad, I'm pretty sure it was her dad, got in a car accident from going through a yellow light. Ooh. So now when like people do that, I know other people have done it where they just like, it was like two fingers or whatever, tapping the roof, something like that. Uh, but for us, it's uh, kissing three fingers like we're going to put up the is it mocking Jay thing and we tap the mirror um, yep. if we go through a yellow light uh, as tribute, I guess. And also to uh, like, you know, give us luck and and because if i guess if we don't and if it's you run a red light it's four fingers instead or like two taps i don't remember entirely i don't do it um i drive too fast to do it anyways and then mm-hmm. our, the other one is in my wallet every wallet i've had for the past seven years i $2 always have no uh half of a joker card oh okay so it for i don't know it just it it gives me luck. I I feel like, I mean, uh, it's I mean, religion wise, we're not supposed to rely on superstition stuff. But like for me, I don't know. I just I carry half a Joker card, and uh, I've like especially when I'm driving. I anytime I've had a Joker card in my pocket, never gotten pulled over. The one time I didn't have it in my wallet, I got pulled over. Like it's like, I don't know. That that's how it is for me at least. It's like it knows. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that I always keep on me as far as like luck goes is I don't know why in every car I've had this. I've always had just a random Pokemon card. And it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. I've always just had like I've always I don't know what it is. I'd always just find a Pokemon card and keep it in my glove box. Hmm. Every car that I've had, it'll just be random. Like I remember my last car, my Jetta that I had. Mm-hmm. I had a Rattata, <laughs> and now I have like a Cryogonal in my truck or something. I found at work. It was just on the ground. I'm like, okay, I'll keep putting my truck. Yeah. Or you know, before that, I had a I had a Squirtle, and then I had a Pikachu, and then it was like a Stun Stunfan Stunfisk, whatever it is. Yeah, Stunfisk. Yeah. Dang. Muse keeping you safe, the god of the Pokemon. Yeah, I just, it's just, you know, I've never been in really in any accidents, you know, never been pulled over really. And then um, on top of that, I just usually, I have like this, um, what's it called? I always keep this same like little, I want to say... Okay, it's a rubber band. I usually just keep a rubber band in my truck. I don't know what it is. A rubber band and a Pokemon card is always like a like hair a, tie. Like this, no, like just a legitimate rubber band. Oh, that's just for me. I don't know why. I just keep a rubber band in the truck. I or in any car that I've had. I just feel like it's just useful to have a rubber band. I mean, it is. Maybe like I fixed something with a rubber band. I don't remember, but you know, I think it was I fixed something with a rubber band. I think it was um. I think it was like a my glove box kept like opening on its own and I put the rubber band in there and ever since I just keep the rubber band with me. Just in case. Just in case, you know, glove box flies open and you know, you don't want it to keep flopping down or anything like that. You just keep it up with a rubber band. Pokemon cards just to be prepared to battle the kid down the street. Hmm. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> um But like 
But so, but That's like another. ones around the world. I'm trying to think. Oh, another one like the Pacific Northeast. No, Northwest Pacific Northwest. I know in like the Midwest, even like you know the northern states. Mm-hmm. If you go in the woods, there's a whole thing where you're not supposed to whistle. Really? That one I just found out recently. Yeah, it's a whole thing with the supernatural and whistling. Mm-hmm. I guess. A lot of weird stuff happens when you start whistling in the woods. There was a, a whole video going off where this dude was whistling in the woods on a trail. He stops whistling, and then something else is whistling in the background in a different tune, different type of whistling. But it's just, I don't know what it is with whistling in the woods in, like, the northern region of the U.S., where it's just, like, a no-no because it just brings more of, like, a supernatural, con- like, um... Like a conjuring, I guess. I don't know what the, what the word for it is. Pazuzu. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we have we're like we have some things out here. I don't know if they're. I, I don't know if it's called like the Calif- California Shadow People, or something like that. Like I don't know what it is about. Like I know that's the like Skinwalkers. The, well, Skinwalkers is like what Montana. It's something. I don't know. Or Colorado. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in skinwalkers. I believe yeah. in Bigfoot, but I don't believe in skinwalkers. Yeah. Kira. I just feel like... She believes in the skinwalkers. Well, I mean, until I've ever seen it... Until I see a skinwalker, I don't believe in them. But For Bigfoot, real. I feel like, is a definite possibility with, you know, with all that. Because, you know, I just think that it's just, like, a freak. You know, a human being who is just a freak, pretty much. Yeah. and lived in the woods its entire life and then eventually just you know had a mate and then now it's just like a very niche kind of people i guess yeah like it's just like i just call them like i don't call it really like the big i just call it the wood person the, the woods wood person the woods people yeah the, the backwoods people no that's that's like you go down Louisiana in the bayou and you start hearing banjos. That's that's <laughs> the that's the woods people. That's the swamp people. But no, that's like that's for me. It's just like the woodsmen or something like that. You know, something where it's like, you know, they lived out in the woods their entire life. You know, they're all hairy. They don't do like hygiene. They just live off the land. Like that's what I think that Bigfoot is. Just a big, tall, outdoorsy motherfucker. <laughs> who it's yeah. where it's like you know their feet are so big because you know they're covering a lot of land in different environments which it kind of makes sense if you don't wear shoes your feet are naturally wider than what they are like it, that's yeah. just a scientific shoes thing do because they little... can strain your they can strain your feet yeah or constrict them whatever hmm. Same Contain. thing. Constrain, constrict, same thing. I don't I'm not a dictionary. Page so. up the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I have noticed because I wear crocs a lot that a lot of times like I'll try to put vans on or something like that. Like I'll I when in high school I used to wear vans all the time and you know I fit in them perfectly fine. Now I I, I wear crocs all the time and I'll slip into vans or like regular like slim fit shoes and it's like they're just tight and it's like damn what the hell? So, I mean, that's, like, that's one reason where I think, like, you know, regular shoes are just so constricting on your feet. So, it's, like, when you're, like, with Bigfoot, you know, you got to think, like, you know, they, they're not wearing shoes, so they're just naturally getting, like, 
like a foot muscle. Like the feet are just so big. Just a fat hairy guy in the woods. Going over all the terrain and everything. Sticks, twigs, rocks, sand, whatever. Bigfoot's dad never taught him how to shave. Though they have no way to shave, I don't think. They just probably kill everything with their hands. Rock. Or rock. It's, I just think it's like a modern-day caveman theory. That's just where, like, I think, of, like, a Bigfoot's, like, understandably, like, real. But, like, skinwalkers, I don't know. I feel like it's no. more of, like, a, you know, a disease type of thing, like, with animals and stuff like that, or, you know. What's that deer? I saw a video of it a while ago. It's got, like... It's oh, the brain no, worm in it? No, it's got, like, a nose thing on the head, too. Weird. Oh, I don't know. It's like a breed of deer, that. and they got like fang type, like teeth. Yeah, I don't need to be hunting in the woods and then seeing a deer with fangs. That's just gonna like. I'm gonna shoot no, that I'm thing. Home. <laughs> no, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not bringing that thing back to where I live. I'm just dead or alive. I'm, no, I'm I don't want that. Waiting for the day when I go in the woods and I find like a wolf cub that's just all black, so I can steal it and run. Oh, that would be sick. Raise it up and name it Fenrir. Mm. Oh, here's another superstition, I think it is. Um, if you're in the Bahamas, because I know when I used to go to the Bahamas a lot, this was a big superstition. Whenever you're out fishing, uh, whatever you're going to eat, you got to... Well, at least for me, this is what happened. I don't know if this is a superstition or if this happened. But like One of the locals told me, whatever you eat, you got to eat the eyes in it. Uh, no, nah, they just told you that. <laughs> they, I, I, they weren't bad. You know, if you cook the whole fish and eat the eyes of it, I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not going to say it was great. They just wanted you to eat the eyes. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I think it was just more of like a respect thing. Or like, you know, superstitions, you know, back in the day with the Indians. Like, once you killed or harvested at your first, like, buffalo. Yeah, just eat the heart or something like that. You eat the heart, and that way you're one with the animal. Yeah. Which I feel like that is, like, a sign of respect, but also I th- feel like it's a superstition, you know, for, like, longevity yeah. and luck and valid. What you do is when you hunt, hunt and you're bringing a new hunter, you tell them that... For your first ever kill, you're supposed to you're supposed to drink the urine. So you cut open the bladder. And you just... Yeah, that that's a real thing. And but dude, if it's just fucking yellow, dude, I'm not eating just straight urine. I'm not drinking straight urine. Just it's, no, there's just there's lemonade. limitations. To, there's limitations to the rules. I'd rather eat the liver than drink the urine. I'm I'm a person of, like, not wasting an animal once it's harvested, but it's just like, I'm not drinking pee. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, given in a survival situation, shit, I'm not going to drink my own pee. I don't know how Bear Grylls drinks his own pee all the damn time. It's probably got a thing 100% like fake. Kelly. 100% fake. Unless probably R- Unless he's like R. Kelly. <laughs> stupid. It is stupid. It's, it's honestly laughable. Yeah. I could never. You don't like. I get we like. I get we know what chemicals have. Like there's ammonia and stuff in it, but like, no. I saw this lady brush her teeth with her own urine on oh, TikTok because she's like, she's like, pe- people back in the day didn't use, didn't have toothpaste, but they used their urine. It's like Romans or something like that. I'm like, mm. yeah, no, because the ammonia is good for your teeth. No, 
Sorry, lady. Uh, not science nowadays. I think toothpaste is okay for you. Uh, it's, I think toothpaste day. is bad for you. I, so it's the same. My opinion on what do, like the dentists want. Like, like we live in a society that makes money off of sickness and pain. And so dentists always recommend toothpastes that are high in fluoride. Chiropractors, they, and I have a friend who's an actual chiropractor, not like one of the ones that, hey, let me crack your back in a million different ways and, and then you'll feel better for a week. Like, like you're not supposed to pop your bones in certain ways, how the chiro like the chiropractors do, because it messes up your bones to where you have to keep going to get that. Uh, periodical adjustment like adjustment to feel good and then um i don't know about doctors but yeah like dentists i don't think you should use any toothpaste that a dentist tells you to use because it has no. fluoride and fluoride is bad for your teeth no i do i use a lot of like toothpastes that are mainly just like there's like a lot more natural yeah natural like, toothpaste and them. then put sh get charcoal capsules and mix that in your toothpaste Makes your teeth so white. I don't use charcoal capsules or anything like that. I just use anything that's fluoride free. I mean, granted, my tap water's got fluoride in it, fluoride. but you know, I don't really, I don't really care. Water's water to me. I drink it. Yeah, it, it's kind of like an oxymoron. I won't brush my teeth with fluoride, but I'll drink fluoride. Yes, is, is fluoride's in like a lot of things too, though. Because mm -hmm. like, what are what is those little machines that like? Like we'll press the top of like the bottle, and and um, go and like spritz the the sense out. Oh, like a freeze thing, or like it's like like things. the air fresheners for rooms, and then like at every certain little bit of time, it'll spray out the scent so it smells good. Yeah, those I know those have like fluoride in it. Yeah, those definitely have fluoride. I I read the pack. Yeah. But you're also not really like ingesting it. Yeah. Just more or less to keep the freshness. But yeah, honestly, the drinking your own pee thing, laughable. I could never. Yeah. Speaking of laughable, though, our next topic is the science of laughter. Um, honestly, I don't know the science behind it. I know that um, it's like a whole dopamine thing. Uh, that's like, what i think it is mainly just like the dopamine behind it but like i don't know the science of it thanks a lot chat gpt for telling me the science of laughter laughter laughter's not a science science is just or, laughter's just contagion exactly that, that's pretty much all it is laughter's like, a got, sickness like, the, yeah if you got like the perfect laugh you're going places like there's no way that you can go out and you know not be like in a place where it's like you know like a comedy club you know majority of the time even if you don't think the joke was like inherently funny as long as like you know you get like that sense of like laughter from everybody i feel like you're just gonna kind of yeah you're gonna chime in with it or like you know even in like the movies where it's like someone's laughing in like a certain situation like you kind of just chuckle a little bit like you yeah. have your own humor like the sitcom laughter bit, yeah like laughing from that yeah that's what i think it is that's Honestly. at least what i you know that's what i believe what the science of laughter is is just mainly like like how you could be with a group of people and then everybody just starts laughing out of nowhere like comes from like nothing and then everybody's like oh what are we laughing about and then you 
once you kind of realize like oh it's like what are we laughing about exactly and see i i know there are a lot of health benefits to laughing because it's like scientifically proven that like laughing is good for your brain and stuff like that and your health it's also scientifically proven that fluoride's good for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, I mean, all, honestly, I think laughing is good for everybody. Like, yeah. It's or just going to be depressed. It's healthy. It keeps you, you up morally. So, like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people that are, like, depressed and everything like that, I don't feel like they get, like, a lot of laughter in their life. I feel like the more you laugh, the less of a chance you really have to just straight-up depressed, or at least, like, in the moment. It's, like, I feel like it's a temporary kind of thing, but at the same time, you know, you could still gain the benefits from laughter. Yeah. Even in, like, small doses and bunches and stuff like that. Yeah, because it releases dopamine into your brain. I'm saying laughter as if it's like a drug or something. Yeah, like doing laughter, state. so good. Let me just let me get a hit of that <laughs> laughter. Uh, I need some laughter. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's... meaning for a joke. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like, because, it, what is it, ecstasy that releases, like, dopamine? Yeah. And so, like, I feel like people who are, like, popping ecstasy are just looking for that, that, like, high on life feel. Because, like, if you get enough laughter in your life, and you, I feel like it will, it genuinely will make you a happy person, or yeah. a happier person from where you're at. And those people who, like, get high on drugs that help release dopamine in your brain are just trying to find that high on life and happiness. I agree, but, it, I mean, also, it's kind of like with the whole laughter thing with, like, yawning. Yeah. It's, like, the same kind of thing where it's, like, you know, you see someone yawn, then immediately you're just like, oh, man, I'm tired. Like, that's just, like, how I view, like, with this whole laughing yeah. thing. It's, like, the same way as if, like, you know, you are you see someone yawning and you start feeling tired, a little disoriented, yeah. or, God forbid, you know, the same way with eating. You know, you see someone eating and you're like, oh, man, like you might not even be hungry at the time, but you just see someone eating. And you're like, oh, man, I could go for a a pizza or a burger, or steak, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets. I just say like, chicken, bro. And now I'm hungry again. I'm crazy. I had steak earlier, so I'm, I'm doing OK. You know, I'm, I'm chilling where I'm at. Yeah, I'm on a seafood diet. I see food oh. and I eat it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. I wish it was like that for me still. Like, that's how I was, you know, before, you know, I started the whole carnivore diet thing. I don't want to keep bringing that up, but that's, like, one of the things. I mean, that's your like, life right now. Yeah, because, like, every night I would go to, like, Wendy's, McDonald's, Taco Bell, you know, all these fast food places. You know, I just, it, it got so unhealthy where, I'm not going to lie, once you look down and you start seeing a little bit of your meat missing, you're like, damn, like, I need to make a difference here. Yeah. So uh, that's where, you know, kind of comes into play where, you know, I need to kind of cut back on all like the processed foods, start making my own. That's another thing with the carnivore diet that I really appreciated was like the whole, you know, you, you make your own food. I mean, you could go out to places. Don't get me wrong. Like I've been out to places a couple times. Yeah. But it's like, I 
eat things specifically that are more carnivore based. I don't eat vegetables. I don't eat potatoes. I don't eat uh, fried stuff or anything like that. There's steaks. Like I'll get a burger without the bun. I'll eat breakfast stuff. There's eggs, bacon, sausage. You know, that's all. That's all really yeah. good for you. Well, in theory, and then, I, well, so is fucking like a hamburger, like ground beef and shit like that. It's technically processed because you gotta. Yeah. Well, technically everything's really processed unless you're cutting the meat and you, f- you get it yourself. Yeah. There's still a process for it to be where it is. Yeah, I want to live somewhere it's... in the long run where I can just go hunting, and like, so I can plant things myself and kill the animal and eat it myself because. Like that that that's the life. Yeah, it definitely. Like being like sustainable on your own is just like that's a big step to everything. Just being sustainable on your own, just it, it's yeah. a whole different vibe. I mean, I kind of get it where I'm at. You know, just being able to how do I put it? Like um, like I still have to fend for myself. Like I, I'm not. I'm not telling people like, hey, you know, I I, I want to do this diet because of this or that or whatever. It's just it's also because like it's an ego thing for me, where like you know I'm doing everything on my own as far as this diet kind of goes. Yeah, I'm not out hunting every day because I can't because you know work. Yeah, I live in a fucking city pretty much, so it's kind of hard for me to really justify going out to, you know, different all these different hunting places and then hunting i can't really just bring a dead thing home and slice it up like where am i gonna put all the remains true i mean just get a deep freezer i do have a deep freezer but it's i'm talking about like the hide the intestines uh you stuff like that use the you use the intestine the use the intestines for making the sausages oh you wash them out and then use them for making sausage I ain't doing all that. You put, pump the sausages into the small intestine and just. That just sounds it. this. That just sounds disgusting. Hey, that's how it's. That's how it used to be done. I'm just saying that just sounds disgusting. Yeah. But yet you still eat sausage. I'm entitled to say that things are disgusting. I don't <laughs> eat sausage. I haven't. I haven't eaten sausage yet because I can't find one yet that doesn't have a carb in it. Make that's just own. another thing too. No, I don't want to. I mean, it's I, I don't have the means. Well, I don't have the means to. That's the other thing. Like, I don't have a grind, like a grinder, like a meat grinder or anything like that. Those are expensive. Uh, they're they're more than I want to pay, even if they're cheap. I don't want to fucking go out there and do that. Yeah. What else? It's like it's just completely, like I don't, I don't know how to really describe it. It's not really an everyday item for me to have. You know what I mean? Like a meat grinder. It's not really that big of a thing for me to go into and just be like, oh, I'm going to use this every single day. What is an everyday item? Well, uh, like an everyday item to me is like, you know, you could use a fork, a Mm -hmm. plate, uh, your phone. That's an everyday item because, you know, you need to communicate. Um, Depending on what type of business you're in, you know, certain tools are everyday items. True. But then there's always what the next subject is that we're going to get into is unexpected uses of your everyday items. So now 
this kind of segues into the things that you have in your house that you needed at the time. You probably use for multiple different things, but you do it either every day or almost every day. And here's the one that I have that I'm going to just put out. Q-tips. Q-tips are very, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're horrible for you when you're putting them in your ears. I prefer the method of you use the, what's that shit, the alcohol or whatever you put in your ear? Oh, hydrogen peroxide hydrogen peroxide there you go you put hydrogen peroxide in your ear you let it sit in there let it bubble up break down the earwax and you get it out but you it's mainly for like build up and stuff like that because you don't want to push all that shit in there so but for me q-tips i use them for cleaning certain items like you know if you're gonna if you're into firearms or anything like that you can clean firearms with them uh you can you could take the cotton off the end of them and you can scrape underneath your fingernails. That's another one I've done it for. Um, you could use it as far as like if you're trying to specifically like if you have a scab or something like that and like, you know, you hit something or whatever and the scab comes off, you're bleeding. You could use that as like a form, you know, to put as like a like a clotting agent, I guess. You know, you just put it right on the end of it, and it'll help stop the bleeding and if all you that pull stuff. Pull enough of the stuff. I mean, if it's a small cut, yeah. But you're gonna pull like a lot of the stuff off. Of, you just pull it off and use it, I guess. Yeah. But. Yeah. Or you know, you know, you can just get in hard to reach areas, like you know, in, on a PC or anything like that, and you can use a Q-tip to kind of wipe away like dust and shit like that. Yeah. Um, glasses. Like- that's glasses. another one that I've used you them use for. Is like, you, well, I wear glasses. So, so all of it. Well, no. So like, you when you use a Q-tip on the glasses, oh, for glasses. Saying, like you can get in like the nooks and crannies, or where there'd be like skin buildup or oil buildup or something like that, and you can get in there with like a. You can put like a an alcohol on there, clean it off. Yeah. All that. Another one that I have is uh, definitely hand sanitizer. That's a good one to have, really, as an unexpected item to have. Or the unexpected use, I would say, is for hand sanitizer. I use it as a method of trying to, you know, I use it as a cleaning agent. It's it's fast drying. Doesn't really have like a really nasty odor to it. You gotta find the right one because hand sanitizer for me i've had a couple that were like sticky after drying it's gross oh yeah i get all the ones that are um you know vegan sulfate free paraben free like stuff like that you know i get them from like hospitals uh fire stations stuff like that i get the same ones that they get because the same thing you know the sticky stuff isn't what you want yeah, i like my hands to the... feel clean not sticky yeah so, like, that's another thing that I really use is just, like, hand sanitizer. Use it as a cleaning agent or something like that where, you know, it's just you're able to really also disinfect things pretty easily with hand sanitizer. If you don't have, like, you know, on hand, if you don't have any Lysol wipes or anything like that, you just get a napkin. If you have, like, in your car or something like that, you just get a napkin, throw some hand sanitizer on and wipe down your steering wheel or wipe down your shift knob. Like, if you go to a place to go get your car worked on and you don't know, like, what grimy fingers have been touching your shit, like, use a little bit of hand sanitizer. Use a napkin, whatever. 
Yeah. And what you were saying about like using the Q-tip thing for, I use a mechanical pencil or mm. just a pen to like, not obviously for like drawing because I do my art stuff, but I use it when my nails are like at a certain length, I'll use it to get underneath my fingernails because if you use it right, it won't draw at all underneath your nail. Yeah. And so you can use to get whatever it is out. I use it like, I, I do that almost every day because I, I don't like, I do other stuff to where my fingernails will get dirty. And so, mm-hmm. I, and even if it does draw near your fingernail, like, so what, like, you can just wipe it off if, cause, or wash your hands and it'll come out. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have that orange bright, like that hand washing stuff, like the heavy duty mechanical, like hand washing stuff. I like, like the cherry like, one. I don't know what it is. Well, it's like um, this stuff's like it's like really gritty, and you know, yeah. Because you, you know, I work in the tire shop. Oh, too, cherry so bomb. It's like, that's what it is. Yeah, but it's like I, you know, I got I work in the tire shop, so you get a lot of grease, grime, brake yeah. dust, whatever on your hand, and it's like, it's hard to get off with regular soap. So you use like this orange bright. I think yeah. it's what the brand that we have, and then just like you just rub it all over your hand. It's really gritty. Like that stuff's really good. As far as like, you know, as a cleaner. Oh, yeah. I, I was at, I, I can't remember where I was, but this person, I was working on something with them, and they it was it was like that. It was like gritty and stuff, but it, it smelled like cherries. It was like a red bottle. I think it's called Cherry Bomb or something like that. Yeah. Stuff, it smelled so good. I even like even if my hands didn't have like stuff hard to get off, I would just, I would still use that because like it smelled good. Yeah, I mean it smells good. It does great. Yeah. It's wild. <clears throat> oh yeah. If you or there's the conventional use of a, a boot or a shoe as a hammer. Or a wrench. A wrench is a, a, a shoe is a wrench. I I mean I have a wrench on my desk that I use uh, dedicatingly as a hammer. Oh, a wrench is a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're a well. What what were you using the the Glock slide as a? <laughs> as yeah, a I I use that as a hammer time too. That's just because it's like, I, I it was like the closest thing I had to me. I didn't really want to do anything else. Yeah. Um. Another thing. Uh, fishing line. Mm. Fishing line is like another good one. Is like a, you know, if you're hanging something up real quick and you need a temporary fix, or if you're need like a see through kind of thing, like fishing yeah. line's a good way of doing it. I I I'm pretty sure they sell fishing line at like craft stores. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I go fishing a lot, so the thing is with me is like I I got fishing line on hand. Yeah, it's just conventional. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, see, yeah, I mean, for me, if I were to ever get pulled over, I, my wallet, um, obviously it's where you hold your ID, but what I use it as is um, an excuse to reach and pull it out really quick so I can hand it to them to not waste their time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's um, definitely what you don't want to do. Yeah, don't do that, please. Um. Yeah, that was a joke. Ever. With all intents and purposes, that was a joke. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer. Um, prof- we don't uh, condone the done actions Done by of professionals. <laughs> yeah. Done by idiots. <laughs> yeah. Um, professional idiots, let's say. 
um, or shoelaces. I know that's a big one for, um, they, what was it? It was like, what are like, ah, it's, it's like the paracord shoelaces for like work boots. I know people have used to like, because it heats up with friction, like people have used it to cut things. Yeah. Or start uh, fires. Yeah. Uh, piano wire. Some, I know for some people, pianos are an everyday thing with people practicing. Piano wire is used for cutting cheese and cl- cheese and cl- art clay. Or if the wire is thin enough, you could also use it as a suture. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll help. Um, sewing needles as suture needles. Oh, here's another one. Wool socks. Wool socks if you're trying to filter water and you're out in the wilderness and you have wool socks, you can actually use the socks as a filter. I saw a guy use a condom too once, or a water catcher, not the filter, but cat to catch water. Yeah, and it well, like... this isn't really to catch water. This is more or less, uh, well, yeah, you can use a condom to catch water, yeah. Yeah. But um, no, kind this is gross. more or less just the filtering. That's why you use like a filter or like charcoal tabs or whatever the other tabs are to, you know, kind of just purify the water. But I mean, whatever you got, I guess. I mean, whatever Um, can, whatever can get wet and then have what like water drip through it and then do that a bunch of times. Well, all I know is that with wool socks too, it's if you're wearing wool socks as well, it actually reduces infection if it does get wet. Uh-huh. So like if you're out in the wilderness and everything like that and your feet get wet and you got wool socks on, you're have a less likely of a chance when you know, wool socks are wet versus like nylon or anything like else like else like polyester. Yeah. Whatever whatever kind of socks you wear that's aren't wool or anything like that or hundred percent wool. Like, yeah. I, I have a pair of 100% wool socks that I have in, like, my hiking bag for that specific reason. Like, if I were ever out in the woods and, like, I get lost and, I you know, my feet get wet, I don't want to I don't want to have an infection. Yeah. Not, not a chance. Um, no. Especially since I know, like, a way for worms or bacteria or, like, certain, like, um, like, tapeworm type things they can get in underneath your toe like your fingernails and your toe fingernails yeah i know that's the thing so like that help i guess that that helps like a lot to keep them out um you can use um you can use socks as well but like if you plus paracord or shoelaces to make yourself a a sling not like to keep your arm up but like a um it's called a shepherd's sling. Yeah. The, which was super useful. You just rip it up and tie it properly and use it. You can use it to hunt. Um, you just put rock, tie it up properly, put rocks in it, spin it around real quick and release one end and hold the other. And it'll launch a rock or whatever you have at, at the animal. And I know they used to use, use it way back when, like Bible times to um, like either deter wolves or hunt at other ant- small game. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. Uh, trying to think. I mean, there's so, there's so many things that you can use um, for so many unconventional things. Um, 
trying to think of anything else. Oh, electrical tape you can actually use as a form of a bandage. Yeah, they do that in uh, restaurants. Uh, that's what my dad, at least, he does in his restaurant. He, uh, he, he, he'll cut his finger or something. He'll get electrical tape from the office and wrap it around his finger and then put uh, the finger gloves on, which apparently yeah. there's a study or there was a thing that f- to not use finger gloves because I guess they're not good. They're not good and they cut off circulation. Yeah, but, at that point, just use regular gloves. Just wrap your whole hand around. Well, that's what you. That, that's what people in the restaurant do. They put the finger glove on and then they put another glove on, so it just no, like just... a double thing in case. Yeah, no. With my manager, all he said was, "If you got, if you're gonna have a bandage, just wear a glove." Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, you know, I get it. You know, oh well, what if the glove breaks? Just put another glove on. Yeah. Be be aware of what you're doing. Another glove, and and you're not buying the gloves. The businesses don't don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, another one. Common you like a everyday item of, but you know if you're unexpected to use it, a screwdriver. You can use that as an ice pick. Like let's say you got yeah. a block of ice in your ice maker or something like that. You know you don't use your ice maker for a couple of days and it's just the ice is all built up. You can use it as an ice pick. Yeah. That's another one. Same thing with a knife. You can use it as a nice pick or a letter opener. Yeah. Or a letter I opener as a knife. Yeah. If it's a good one, at least. Not some cheap dollar store type letter opener. Because then you won't do anything. It'll snap. Yeah, and then super glue. Same thing. If you ever get like a really deep cut or anything like that, you can actually close that with super glue and it'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, so funny stories. The fir- I got back from a youth retreat uh, and I had me and a buddy both bought karambits from this um gas station like they had like all of everybody was there it had like a subway and all these things and there was like this little knife stand thing where it would like spin around and you can see it and my yeah. buddy bought like one of the longer karambits and i bought like a nice little silver one it was super cool it had like this nice black and silver design on it and mm-hmm. i was learning how to spin around and i kept my hand into like inwards instead of having it outwards while spinning it and it stabbed into my wrist i still have the scar and uh i didn't know what to do and i didn't want to tell my parents so i told my brother go get a towel and i meant paper towel but he got me a bath towel and it was was whatever and i was pressing it and i started getting pale because like when i i was young and i was overthinking it and stuff but i was like no i'm fine i'm fine and i guess doing that can psych you out a little bit and so yeah. I was doing that, and I walked, and I was like, "It's fine," to my like to my parents. Were like, "It was stupid, and it's fine." But I cut myself, and they're like, "What do you mean you cut yourself?" And I like, open it up, like, and there's just blood po- starts pooling, and they're like, "Oh, you just cut yourself?" Yeah, and so they just they like hold pressure on it. I'm holding pressure on it, and my dad doesn't. He's like, well, it's too small to get stitches, and a bandaid. It's too deep for a bandaid, so he grabbed the super glue and he we glued it shut. Um, same with my surgery. They like uh, hospitals have a medical super glue. That, yeah. Um. So like, I had surgery when I was eleven, and they because it's non-invasive. So for non-invasive surgeries, they'll you they, instead of stitching you up because that's that causes more slightly more damage to the skin they super glue and then the butterfly bandages yeah i've had that done when i had a cut underneath my uh eyelid pretty much like right in like that area 
So they did that. Like it was just easier to do than stitches, especially since I was younger. You know, they don't want me to really be squirming around for stitches and stuff like that. Yeah. My 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 brothers had to get so many stitches, dude. My aunt shut the garage door on his toe, so it like cut it open. Oh. He at least two out of three times I've, we've gone to a youth retreat and there's a lake. He's cut his foot open. Um, he cut his foot open once we went, we went to the Colorado River, right, where there was like a, uh, uh, like this trailer park thing where like people w- could leave a trailer there and then visit or whatever. Yeah. And we went there, we went walking along the riverbed and he cut his foot. It's just, he, kid's injury, injury prone and he's got, a, he's probably had more stitches than uh, like, like than me and my mom and my stepdad combined. It's horrible. It sounds fucking horrible. It is, dude. <laughs> I make fun of him anytime it happens. I mean, people are accident prone, though. What are you really going to do? Yeah. Keep yourself in a bubble. Do not recommend. Never tried it, no. but do not recommend. Yeah. Just doesn't sound safe, either. They're going to, like, hide like a bat in their room and do nothing. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. But speaking of bats, brings us into the next topic. Animal intelligence. So, ChatGPT wants us to explore the intelligence of various animals. I only know, you know, like, I mean, there's like three things that I know, like how dolphins are like some of the smarter animals out there, or monkeys are fairly smart because people think, I mean, this is all opinionated and. I, because I don't believe that what it, people believe on this is that we came from monkeys, like, like, like monkeys being smart and monkeys are smart. Don't get me wrong. They know how to steal things and, and do things. They had the whole monkey tests going on with a weird number stuff going on. And that, the monkey... that, that elephant or whatever, whatever her name was, that would paint pictures. Yeah. Well, there's a couple ones that I know of. Um, Whales. Whales are pretty smart for what they are. Yeah. You know, like they sense, you know, they just have a really wide sense of things. You know, I think it's because of like sonar that they have or something like that, like a natural sonar that they have. Unless I'm thinking of something yeah. else. But whales are, you know, smart animals. You know, elephants, they have a great memory. They really do. Elephants yeah. have an immense memory for like everything like that. Orcas have same thing, really memorable. They're they have. I feel like orcas are kind of like very. They're very emotional animals. Yeah, that's another one that I think. Dolphins of. and crows both have really good memories. Yeah, and then it's like with monkeys. I feel like they're more smart, not because of like their ability to kind of just do stuff or anything like that. It's just that they're easily adaptive to their environments. Yeah. So when you think of like monkey see, monkey do, that's kind of like where I think the phrase comes from is that, you know, monkeys, you know, especially like in captivity, I'm going to say in captivity with monkeys, you know, they'll start picking up, you know, smoking habits because of like people that, you know, drop cigarettes and they're like, oh, like, what, what the fuck is this? And then they'll see someone smoking like, oh, OK, that's how you do it. The next thing you know, they got a nicotine addiction or what's another one? Um, wolves. Wolves are very smart. 
Which goes into dogs, but some dogs are pretty stupid. But yeah, some dogs are pretty stupid. But at the same time, it's like you know, everybody could be stupid at one point or like yeah. you know. But it's just it comes into where wolves are. They're also same thing where they're smart is that they're adapted to their environment. You know they you know they if they know they're, they're scarce on food or resources or anything like that, you know they're yeah. able to scavenge and fend for themselves. In that type of scenario, what's another one? That's like really smart, you know, or crafty, I would say, is like a, you know, like a raccoon, I would say, you know, they're, they're crafty. pretty crafty. You know, they get, they're they able to like open things, you know, they got the little paws on their hands and everything like that. Do they that. also, do they have five or six fingers? I think they're five finger. Or I meant I four. Don't know. I don't know. They're, I think they have a thumbs. Yeah, that's that. I think I don't know they have thumbs. I just don't know what like what they fucking are. There's something. I don't, I don't stare at raccoons enough to really know like what they what they're up to or what they're doing. So. I just know they're little thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's another interesting one? Well, crows are like super interesting on like how smart they are because they're like yeah mega smart. They they remember your face. They know how they communicate. And if you've seen videos out there, like they know, they can learn how to talk. I think those are ravens. So ravens, ravens and crows. I don't know. They look the same. Well, ravens are just massive crows at that point. Pretty much. But they're like, I mean, both of them are. They're smart, and I mean, they they learn from like the environment they're in. Yeah. Same way with cats. Yeah, I want to say that cats are very intuitive. They're smart, you know, for what they are. Yeah, you know, they they know that they're like in the environment that they're in, they can either survive or you know they just kind of live. You know, people who own cats, you know, as long as you keep a cat fed, they won't they won't eat you. Exactly, but if you don't but feed you your don't, cat, they'll find they're a way. They're gonna eat you. They'll, they'll find a way. Don't go to sleep. Sleep with one eye open. Your cat's yeah, looking at you, and even if you're feeding them, they're watching you while you're sleeping. Hey, your cat is looking for ways, you know, looking for the prime opportunity to get a pro, like a prime rib, pretty much. Exactly, the cat, that cat's looking at a snack, and not in a flirtatious kind of way. Yeah, no. they're yeah. they're out there to try to get you. Yeah, what well, a thing with like animals and like their smart stuff is though. It's like I think about how like if they could talk, kind of thing, like dolphins, because there've been studies like to try getting dolphins to talk. Dude, there was a yeah. what was the study? Like there was a lady that ended up having a relationship with a dolphin. Like I don't even want to. I don't even want to know about all of <laughs> So they started it to try getting the dolphin to talk, and there's no women involved or whatever. Besides, like the few women scientists. Yeah. Um, they're just trying to teach the dolphin to talk. Um, and then this woman on the beach thought it was cool, and. Worse came for worse, stuff happened. They kept her on after she bonded with it. If you know what I mean. And um, and after like it got defunded because there was no progress, they like it like the they flooded the t the top part and like she li ended up living with it the dolphin for like a while. Huh. Or that's what they did that before. The thing was defunded. They like they turned the whole upper floor 
into like the her and the dolphin's house to help it like speak, but it wasn't working, so they didn't know what to do. And ended up getting defunded or something like that. I don't know a lot about it. One of on the animal rapists, I don't know. Hey, that dolphin did the raping. That we know of, okay. That well, we know of, you know. but it was a woman. Who knows, people are weird. Uh, there's just a lot of, a lot of different stuff. A lot of different things that could happen, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Controversy. Yeah, it's a controversy behind it. Yeah. Not my job. Nope, none of it is our job. Exactly, my job's to be dumb and talk about things that make a normal person. Yeah, I try to translate it for the uh, the audience, if you know what I mean. Yeah, which, which goes, you know. Yeah, that puts us into our fifth and final topic for the day. Lost in translation. Which, from what I'm reading on it right here... So, yeah. like, let's say you interpret... Basically, like, lost in translation. Like a, like a game of telephone. Or if you're just kind of, like, lost in... You know how a game of telephone it is, like you know, how it starts off as something and ends up as something completely different, you know, like a gossip kind of thing, or, yeah. you know, misinterpretation of specific orders or rules or something like well, that, you know, it's, it's lost in translation. Well, it's the, it's like that with um, Spanish cult- cultures, because Puerto Rican, Spain, and Mexico Spanish are all different. And so, I, and I learned that when I was in Philly, because I was, ta- I had a Puerto Rican buddy who was there, and I was talking to him, and I was like, he would speak Spanish here and there, and I'd be like, oh, I know how, how to say a couple of things in Spanish, and whatever, and he, he was confused on some of the stuff I was saying, because it was different than what, like, the cultures, because, and how they speak, because it's different, Spanish is the same with, like, it is it's the same with any culture that has like like because i'm pretty sure french and italian are like a like a type of spanish that spun off to something different yeah i can see where spanish can come into an italian yeah or even like portuguese well that's a type of spanish yeah but like you know when I went to Italy one time, like, you could tell, it's like, some things are just kind of like, you know, in the, because I don't really speak a whole lot of Spanish, but I can see, like, the similarities between, like, Spanish and, like, Italian and stuff like that. Yeah. That's just where I, you know, view it. it it's it's a wide variety of things. Yeah. Or Asian Another thing languages. That's kinda, yeah. But, like, one thing that I definitely, you know, was lost in translation for me as far as, like, you know, that goes was, um, you know, at work especially, you know, just doing my own thing, not really minding my own business. And it's, like, I was told to do something by one supervisor, and then another supervisor comes up to me and says, oh, hey, did you do this? It's, like, no, I was told to do that. Like, oh, well, they told me that you were supposed to do this. That's a lost in translation kind of example for me yeah. because it's like it happened to me a lot at work. You know, it's just nobody really communicated the same thing or they just interpreted it the wrong way. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I'm doing what everybody thinks I'm supposed to be doing. The next thing you know, it's like, oh, no, you're supposed to be doing it this way or like, you know, this part of the you know store or anything like that. And it's like, ah, damn. Now, now I got to move all this stuff over to here. 
Uh, that sounds like it sucks. Yeah, that's that's why now I just work in a tire center. <laughs> yeah. Or when women with signals to men. Yeah. Come on, ladies. The, the I'm fines. The no, I don't want to eat anything. I'm not hungry. What? You're hungry. You're not fine. We get it. But we don't want you. To, we don't want to guess. We don't want to guess at it. Come on. Please like, use, just use your words. Yeah, we're not we're not here to hurt you. I mean, yeah, no. Most of us aren't here to hurt <laughs> you. I'm not gonna speak for every dude out there in the world. There's some Ed Kempers and there's some. Well, I don't really think you have to worry too much about the what's that one dude who's who was drugging was the gay guy Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, we we're not you know you don't know, really got to worry about a Jeffrey Dahmer. He's not gonna like kill you. Ed He's gonna be like, Kemper. oh hey, and then gonna go and. Your guy best friend's gonna be his meal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean And the guy best it, friend it, thing? No. Not a thing. I don't mind it. Nah, bro. I, as much as like the next person wants to say, oh well blah blah blah. Listen. I've had many of female companions, I would say. And the majority of the dudes that she t that they would talk to, they wouldn't if they're talking to you and they're serious, they're not communicating a lot to that guy friend. Yeah. Now, if you're hanging out with them and they're talking to their guy friend, oh, he's saying this, he wants to meet you, this and that. You're, that's a guy friend you don't want to be around because that's the guy friend who's overly enthusiastic, waiting to get into your woman's pants. Oh yeah. And if you don't think that that's a fact, then you're delusional. Yeah. Because if a guy friend wants to meet you that bad, he's sizing you up as competition. It's not like an ego check kind of thing. It's just more of like a, that's from my experience. And typically, like, you know, I'll put my two cents in be like, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel like it's appropriate or something of that nature. Because, you know, it's like I'm not here to control a woman's life. A woman's life is a I can really care less what you do on the weekends or the days that I'm not there because, you know, I got a job. I have a life. Unless I'm married to you, then that's your my job and my life. But I don't ever really plan on getting married, so that's not really an issue for me. Yeah. But that's where everything just kind of if there's no communication. A lot of things do, as it would the prompt says, getting lost in translation. If there's no communication or anything, if there's no proper communication, if there's no directive, there's no motive, there's no nothing, like you're just blabbing words out, you're going to not get the point. Things are not going to go the way they're supposed to go. And then you're going you're gonna to look like a dick. I'm sorry to say, you're going to look like a dick. Honestly. And there's nothing you can really do about it. It's just gonna happen. It's inevitably there's gonna be an issue with communication, and nobody's gonna be there for it. Nobody's gonna want to be there for it. I'm not there for it. That's why I double check and triple check what people say because it's like you know, it's not that I can't hear you. It's just that I want to know specifically what you're saying. Yeah. Like that's why it's like a huh, what, yeah. huh. It's like I'm not trying to be a dick, even though I am one, but it's like I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, like, I want you to explain a little bit more because I'm not trying to guess as to what I'm supposed to do or not supposed to do. That's, is it that hard to just give me a straight answer as to what you want me to do with specific instruction? Honestly, and especially, and 
especially with people with like major ADHD. Yeah. It's like not to be like a woe is me, I have this thing, but like it's hard for us to um, be able to like understand fully what you mean sometimes because for a lot of us, you gotta be straightforward because we like you can be like, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, you're fine, sick. Even though you you could be crying when you after texting me that, and I'm like, okay, and you're bawling your eyes out because something horrible happened. It's like, also hard to kind of read what a text message says versus what a phone call or FaceTime says. True. Now clearly, it's like if you're like, oh, I'm fine or anything like that, you know, you're like, okay, well, something's yeah. clearly not fine. Yeah. Well, like if, but if it's not a situation where it's like sad and straightforward, or like I'm, I'm not hungry, I'm fine. We're not oh. gonna be able to under like okay, oh, you're I'm not, not hungry. hungry, you're fine. I'm not hungry, I'm fine. I don't want any of those fries that are on your plate. I don't want them. I'm not gonna eat them. I'll take you out to dinner, but if you say I'm not gonna eat your fries, you better mean you're not eating my fries. These are mine, and even if I don't finish them all, they're still mine. Yeah, ever since I started this whole carnivore diet, you know, when I went out to dinner the three times that I did go out, I when I got steak or anything like that, I offered my sides. Because I'm not going to eat them, but I know somebody else at this table is going to want to enjoy either the green beans, which, don't get me wrong, dude, I fucking love green beans, green but beans it's just so like, good. I'm trying to stick with the whole diet. Baked potato, green beans, uh. fries, broccoli. I get something that, you know, my mom, my uncle, my grandfather, I'm trying to get something that they're going to want to eat. Yeah. And then not make me feel like a dick for ordering it. That's why it's like I'll ask them like, hey, if you're going to pick a second side, what would what side would you pick? And then I'll get that. And then I'll just be like, oh, hey, I'm not going to eat this. Would you want it? And if not, I'm just going to bring it home to my roommate. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to want it. I know she's going to want to bring it to work with her at night. And that's where that's going to go. I'm just going to. I mean, that's a good cool. thing to do. Honestly, don't waste food. Somebody will eat it. Yeah, that's that's where I think it is. Another thing with like a lost in translation is when you or try to order something a specific way. Yeah, that, that food industry McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's for the years that I've been going there. If I ask for multiple sauces, I want the sauces. I don't want no sauce. I didn't say no sauce. I said I wanted honey mustard. I want it sweet and sour and barbecue. I want a variety of sauces. But then you're going to fuck with me and not give me a sauce? Yeah, come on, McDonald's. I said no ketchup, not the entire, like, machine. Flip. I don't want the whole bucket of ketchup. Like, you just dipped my burger in a bucket of ketchup. It's like, can I get a burger with that ketchup? Exactly. The only thing I can say that, like, I'll never complain that there's too much of is salt on fries. Yeah. You, like, I'm, okay, I'm gonna say this because I'm gonna proudly say this. If you go to Checkers or Rallies or any of those like fast food places, those curly fries are so fucking good. They're and, so good. And for those non-East Coasters, those are all places on the East Coast. I don't know if they have them in like overseas countries either, like Checkers, know. Rallies, and stuff like that. But if you get those, or Taco Bell, I'm gonna have to say this: Taco Bell's seasoned fries. Oh my god, get out of here. They're so good. Del Taco too. Del Taco's fries? Oh my Amazing. god. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. And then an underrated one. 
Burger King fries. Oh, they're so good, and they're thicker than them all. I I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Burger King this because I'm not a huge fan of Burger King due to all the grease and shit in their burgers or their their nuggets are kind of meh unless you get them for a dollar, but then you're paying a dollar for some boof. I don't know. Uh. Burger King. I like the Whopper. I like their chicken sandwiches. Those their Western bacon they... burgers so good. Agreed. But the fries, oh my! You cannot tell me when you go to Burger King if you're not getting onion rings, you're getting the fries. You can't complain with the fries. I know, especially I... when they come right out the fryer, fresh salt on them. Now, if you go to Burger King and they don't put the salt on them, they don't mix the salt in with them. Them. I feel so bad for you. I feel so bad for you. Or if you're getting the fries and they accidentally, you know, they put a little onion ring in there. Oh, perfect. Oh, get so out! Places of like here. Sonic. Gosh. Get out of here, Culver's. That's oh, another gosh. place where I love their their onion rings are so good. Bro, going to a Sonic and ordering tater tots. Oh. And. Uh, the onion rings being in the bottom, or like ordering onion rings and there's like three tater tots at the bottom of the bag. Or you put tater tots on your chili cheese dog at Sonic. Yeah, I'll like I'll like pull them apart and like spread it on there. Yep. It's so good. Oh Mash my gosh. It I got sick there. once oh. from eating two footlongs, and I threw up the next that night. What from Sonic or something? Sonic? Sonic's. Oh. Two foot long, nah. I've, I've like two foot. I could, I could down two foot longs from Subway, easy. I I can eat food, but Sonic's like chili dogs. I ate two of the foot long ones. So good, but I felt I I I was I felt like I was dying. Like, so I was like a demon was coming out of me. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. I also think that, you know, Costco's hot dogs are where it's at. Oh my gosh. The Target, Costco, and Sam's Club. Best hot dogs I've but ever had. You gotta you gotta admit, Costco dollar fifty for a hot dog and a beverage. You can't beat it. Honestly. Honestly. They, when they wanted to get when they wanted to put tax on the hot dog and beverage combo, people went crazy. Exactly. People would show up every day with a dollar and two quarters. People would show up like that every day. Dollar, two quarters, you get a hot dog. And then when they started throwing the tax on there, dude, there was there was almost damn near riots. Yeah, People bro. were losing their mind. And I don't blame them. They're perfectly liable to be rioting for that. Friggin' America. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's probably one of the things I would say that is like a definite like how do I put it? Um, it's a staple food, for sure. Yeah, it's a definite staple food. If you're not familiar with, you know, the customs, I guess you know Americans. You know, we eat a lot of big things. You know, we're yeah. very stingy with money. Blah blah blah. And, but you know, and another thing, things like another way things are translated through is the way food is cooked or eaten. Yeah. Like in Italy, it's disrespectful. The same, and it's it's the same for I know pasta wise is the same for Italy and with 
uh, ramen in Japan is when you're with pasta, when it, you're eating pasta, don't bite it like off the fork and let it fall back on the plate. Yeah, no, that's so that's disrespectful. disrespectful. Portion out how much pasta you have before you take the bite. Exactly. You, you never, know, you can move the fork at a certain angle and some will fall off. That's fine. That's for like Italy stuff. For yeah, use your, Japan if you're eating ramen in Japan or at a proper like Japanese Mouthful. restaurant. If you have too much, too bad. That's too much. You're eating it all, and like people who go like who like pick it up and like <laughs> like are just like I'm um, um, weird noise or whatever with it. It's the yeah. wrong way to do it. You pick it up with the chopsticks. You put the initial piece in your mouth and you hold the chopsticks, one in front and one in the back of the string of pasta, and you go <laughs> while you're doing it. And yeah, that's that's how you, you properly eat it. You gotta sound yeah. sloppy while you're eating it, except but yeah, with the you, chewing part. Yeah, no, you don't want to in those countries. You don't want to, you know, overindulge yourself. You want to savor the food. That's why it's like. They don't want you to put too much on the fork or too much in the chopsticks or anything like that. They want you to savor the food. They want you to be full. Yeah. It's it's just like they want you to respect the food. Yeah. They don't it's, want you to just shovel yeah. the shit it's in your mouth. Also disrespectful in Japan to leave so when you get a bowl of rice or anything, a dish with rice or anything, and or like with any food, it is disrespectful to leave anything like i get it with soup if you're like not able to get that final drop but like rice leaving even a grain of rice is disrespectful because they straight think you didn't like their food straight to jail exactly i'm, I'm throwing <laughs> you in i'm throwing you in prison for life you're going to brig what is it the but death you know, death penalty <laughs> you know i think that's like the only thing where like when you're eating food like yeah in the, especially in those countries, dude, you just, you can't. You have to go by the custom. Customs, if you, dude. if you are going to a place and you don't know what your what the proper food etiquette is, then don't go. Don't be that a typical American or typical Canadian or whatever, like however you, wherever country you're from. Yeah, because then you're just gonna get the stereotype, and they're not gonna want to have tourism because of the disrespect. That you put on the food, or you put because food is a culture. Yes, food is culture. It's a language. There's, there's no way around it. It's a language. It's a culture. It's a whatever. It's you don't want to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it bad. Don't be a dick. For real. Don't be a food dick. But with that, that kind of that that whole thing that kind of that kind of marks how things are get lost in translation. Um, I agree. And. That that whole spiral. I uh, this time it actually, the the whole spiral connected pretty well. Uh, I think so. But uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to the GPT show, the show where we get five random prompts from ChatGPT and we chat about them. Um, I want to thank you again to those six streamers who helped us out last night, and I hope you guys enjoy your time days. Yep, and. And on top of that, so with the GPT show, just expect us, you know, every two or three days, we're going to, we're shooting for every two or three days to drop an episode, give everybody enough time to really reach out and everything as such. And then on top of that, you know, kind of collaborate 
figure yeah. out what we're going to do, different prompts. Honestly. And, if and you know, it's we appreciate everybody, you know, for coming in and listening to us completely ramble on like a bunch of normal idiots. Exactly. So, we appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Bye-bye.